welcome to another episode of Juggalos for Liberty. I am your host, Alexander T. Roll, bringing you a late episode or early episode, depending on whenever you're listening to this, because last week was 4th of July. And let me tell you, I wasn't trying to be in front of the microphone for 4th of July. I wanted to have fun, and I did. I hope you guys still have all your digits intact and that uh, you didn't set any fires and that you're not hungover, because, man, I had fun. 4th of July, one of the holidays I love celebrating, and I'm going to. (laughs) So, let's start the show. So on Saturday, June 29th, at least three people were arrested and several others were reported injured as members of Antifa and other leftist groups clashed with members of the Proud Boys and other conservatives around downtown Portland, Oregon. Andy Ngo, who is a gay Asian journalist, was targeted by these cowards and was sent to the hospital. Members of Antifa, the piece-of-shit vanilla ISIS group, these white college revolutionary LARPers threw rocks, cups of quick-dry cement, and pepper-sprayed people who attended the event. One graphic video in particular showed a man getting his head busted open from behind by a pussy named Joseph Christian Evans. A quick look at his Facebook profile reveals he used to work at Mother's Earth's Storehouse in a place called Killer Burger. Uh, Yeah, he is currently studying welding at Mount Hood and his baby mama apparently has has him by uh, has him by the balls Temple, typical limp-wristed loser he has a brother named Joshua that lives out here in the bay area and works as a materials specialist at XP Power so why am i adding all this you might ask because it's getting to the point where fire will have to be fought with fire the left will come out of the woodwork and defend this bullshit so i think it's about time for people to arm themselves at these events a definite way to get a group of people who want to hurt you to respect your humanity and safety is unfortunately to start shooting them in their face sad to say that it has to come to this but our fall from grace as a society begins with dehumanizing each other and i should reiterate i'm not calling for violence i'm calling for people to start defending themselves because there is no check and balances on the left Case in point, a quote-unquote journalist by the name of Arun Gupta tried his best to defend the violence perpetrated against Andy No. I'm not going to read the entire post because a lot of it is conjecture and bullshit fluff. I'm going to go ahead and focus on the more important parts. Arun Gupta writes, People are asking me about Andy No and what happened in Portland yesterday at the fascist-friendly Patriot Prayer Rally. This is complex, but I can offer a simple breakdown. This is a bit of a long, but stick with it. A bit of a long. This is a bit long, but stick with it. I also end up on a hopeful note. So right off the bat, the words fascist-friendly is enough to tell you that his whole justification for the violence will be Nazi! First and foremost, Gupta writes, don't trust anything No or his defenders say. He is no innocent. He is not a journalist. Uh, he actually is. Even Jake Tapper referred to Andy No as a journalist. Anyway, Gupta continues saying, he is fascist adjacent. That means he knowingly aids deadly neo-Nazis and white supremacists while posting as an independent, posing as an independent journalist. Jason Wilson, one of the best reporters covering the far-right details how No came to prominence by publishing highly misleading reports in active far-right hate networks and lead to death threats. What the fuck is fascist adjacent? What kind of bullshit reach is that? It's okay to attack someone because adjacent X, Y, or Z. Give me a fucking break. Some say Antifa isn't communist. What are they? Communist adjacent? 
Anyway, Gupta continues, Zakir Khan, head of CARE Oregon, says no targeted them, basically calling them terrorists, and as a result, they got death threats. That's actually how Noh first came to prominence. He targeted a Muslim student at Portland State University, which Noh attended with a highly misleading video clip. So, first off, the federal government designated Kerr as an unindicted terror co-conspirator in 2007 in the prosecution of the Holy Land Foundation and others for providing support to violent Hamas jihadists. Investigators tied CARE's founders to the Islamic Association for Palestine, founded by senior Hamas jihadists, to serve as the terrorist group's public relations and recruitment arm in America. The Holy Land Foundation, a terrorist financing charity, provided seed money for CARE's Beltway office. Ghassan Alashi, a founding, member, uh, founding board member of CARE's Texas chapter, was convicted of laundering money for Hamas, Hamas's terrorism. CARE's civil rights director, Randall Todd Royer, trained with the al-Qaeda-linked jihad group Lashkar-e-Taliba and was convicted of conspiring to engage in terror activities. Basim Kadakhti, I know I'm going to fuck this name up, Basim Kahagvakti, former CARE Community Affairs Director and a founder of the Sharia Promoting Islamic Assembly of North America was deported back to his home country of Egypt after being convicted for bank and visa fraud. CARE has flexed its censorship muscle by squelching critics of Somalia-based jihad group Al-Shabaab in Minnesota and smearing them as anti-Muslim. Even if they were Muslim. But you know, you're, you're a racist bigot who deserves to be attacked when you mention this. CARE is fucking garbage. Okay? Let's just get that straight. CARE is a front organization and it is garbage. Gupta continues saying, Now, keep things straight. The right wants to obliterate free speech. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. The right wants to obliterate free speech? What? Are we not here justifying physical violence against someone who has literally just covering the event or attacking people who literally have a different viewpoint? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think it's the right that wants to obliterate free speech. Gupta on Friday, June 28th. This is Gupta. On Friday, June 28th, Trump sat next to Putin while fantasizing about eliminating journalists. Under Putin's rule, at least 42 journalists have been killed. Russia is one of the most hostile countries to press freedom in the world. Trump openly talked about emulating Russia before the world, and he did it on one year on the one-year anniversary of the massacre of five journalists in the Capital Gazette newsroom. Oh, 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 it's Trump that is putting these free the free press at stake, right? Not these piece of shit pussy cowards that are physically assaulting people on the streets while covering their faces, no less. Oh, no, no, no. It's Trump. No, no, no. Not at all. It isn't the mainstream news that has effectively become a, an extension of the Democrat Party. No, 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 no. It's Trump. Give me a fucking break. Gupta continues, No is works for a publication called the Quillette, which has been called the Journal of the Dark Web. Basically, it's a way to mainstream the most vicious and criminal elements of the far right. A few weeks ago, Quillette published an incredibly shoddy report seeking to link many of the best reporters covering the white supremacist rise uh, right to leaderless anti-fascists. 
Yeah, because anti-fascists are completely leaderless. Immediately, this article found its way to the neo-Nazi Stormfront. A day later, a YouTube user posted the video of imagery of mass shooters intercut with images of the reporters mentioned in the Quillette article. So, let me get this straight. Because of his article, because his article was posted on a neo-Nazi website, not by his own doing, that makes the gay Asian journalist a white supremacist Nazi? Man, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but the Nazi version, I suppose. Gupta continues, I know many of the 15 journalists being targeted by Quillet. No promoted the article, feeding the bloodlust. Yeah, bloodlust. That is not journalism. Shane Burley is one of those targeted journalists who covered the Patriot Prayer Rally in Portland, where No was hit with liquid and silly string. Yeah, it was more than silly string. Shane says the notion that anti-fascists were attacking journalists is bullshit. He says they were there were more than 100 journalists and the only scuffle was with No. So here Gupta is outright lying. No was struck not only with milkshakes and rocks, but was physically punched by vegan ISIS. There's a fucking video of a guy getting his head split open from behind because that's how these cowards work, in groups and from behind. Straight pussy shit. Gupta continues, What you also aren't hearing is that No was apparently shoving his camera in people's faces trying to provoke them. You know, recording. In other words, he was hoping to provoke such an incident so that he could cry he, that he's a victim, knowing the liberal media is lazy and gullible enough to amplify his cries of being beat up by those big, bad anti-fascists. Who are the real fascists? The real fascists would be the anti-fascists, or claiming to be anti-fascists. Translation. Noah was filming these cowards who like to cover their faces, and they got butthurt and attacked him. Simple as that. Gupta continues. So, here's what is really going on. Yeah, this is really going on. The fascist right is successfully weaponizing free speech to activate hate mobs and killers. Uh, the left has an ideology that is so flawed. Their only chance of gaining influence is to silence their opposition. Even if it's with physical violence. They need you to shut up. Because they can't out debate you with a good idea they have to silence you yeah that's a sign of a great ideology isn't it gupta continues since trump assumed office in 2017 there have been at least a dozen massacres carried out by his supporters or motivated by his ideas and words including the parkland school massacre the tree of life massacre at a bar in olath I didn't hear that one. Olaf, Kansas, the murder of Heather Heyer in Charlottesville, the murder of two men in Portland by a neo-Nazi who had attended a Patriot prayer rally weeks earlier. I found at least 18 such massacres by which supremacists overall, by white supremacists overall since February 2017. So he's counting a murder of two people as, as, as a massacre, I guess. You know, and except... The shooter at the Christchurch mosque specifically stated how he despised Trump and used the weapons he did because idiot liberals would use it as ammunition to disarm and divide the people. So they played into his own his own uh, game. The shooter at the Tree of Life synagogue, synagogue said Trump wasn't Nazi enough for his liking. But let's let's not get let's not let facts get into the way, right? We we need to push our emotions out first because facts would disprove my agenda-driven presumption that this is all Trump and white white people's fault. Yeah, 
It's not anti-fascists' fault. No, no, no. It's not the media's fault for ramping up this rhetoric. It's it's Trump. It's it's Trump. Okay, guys, Trump. Oh my God. Gupta continues saying, "Read this article to understand what stochastic terrorism is." That means amplifying the background noise so as to inspire killers. Each individual killer is random, but the increase is predictable. Now, Trump is the, I'm saying that wrong, stochastic terrorist in chief. But people like Andy No are miniature versions of this, as is Patriot Prayer head demagogue Joey Gibson. Now, what Gupta is doing here is projecting his and leftist agenda on their enemy. Stochastic violence can be directly attributed to people like Gupta and the mainstream news media by justifying and drawing a moral moral equivalence to these cowards physically attacking people so they feel justified in doing so because they know people like Gupta and the mainstream news will defend them. They are attempting to pump them up and lead these LARPers into really believing they are revolutionaries. When the truth of the matter is, many are just white college kids who live at home with their parents. That's it. Gupta continues saying, At the same time, the liberal media is too dumb, too lazy, too ignorant of political, social, and ideological history to grasp what is really happening in this country. Remember remember last fall how liberal journalists rushed to the defense of Tucker Carlson, host of the white nationalist power hour on Fox News? After some Antifa members just showed up to his house and knocked on his door. It turned out he fabricated much of what happened, even though there was, there was video of it and everything. And there was a bunch of people outside of Tucker Carlson's house yelling at him. And I guarantee you, if a bunch of these pussies, fucking pussies, showed up on my doorstep threatening my family, there will be a massacre on my lawn. Most of the rest of his statement is anti-Trump, anti-white, anti-conservative drivel. But the following, the rest of this little portion was absolutely hysterical to me. He writes, I believe we should have an absolute commitment to nonviolence. If for no other reason, then we don't want a hot war because that is a war that will not, we will not win. And he is right. Conservatives are mostly former military gun-loving folks. This is why we do cling to our guns. Imagine if these people weren't afraid of starting a hot war with conservatives. Do you think that they would have a problem with gunning down people in the streets for simply holding the American flag? Of course not. They are already attributing people who are patriotic with fascism to begin with. Needless to say... I don't think this will get any better. Unfortunately, I think this is going to get completely worse. We are so divided right now that if you lean just a little bit to the right of Karl Marx, you're a fascist. And since you're a fascist, you're, you're a Nazi. And since you're a fascist Nazi, I can just bash your brains out because you're not a human. You're a Nazi. Just because, you know, you might actually like the free market. You might actually like the Second Amendment. You don't believe in government control like Karl Marx. Yeah, give me a fucking break. This is going to get a lot worse before it gets better, folks. And I, I want to tell everybody out there, arm yourself. You learn how to use your firearms. Learn how to protect yourself. And don't be apologetic when the time does arise. Because you've been pushed into that. So, my fellow Californians, beginning July 1st, California's gas tax increases from 4.5. 
or for 1.7 cents to 47.3 cents per gallon, a 5.6 cent increase in the price of fuel. The tax increase is an annual adjustment to the tax the state applies to a gallon of gas. In 2016, Californians paid about 28 cents in state taxes for a gallon of gas. If this shocks or surprises you in any way, shape, or form, I would urge you to start paying attention. This is what we voted on. This is what we have coming to us. So bend over, lube your asshole up, because they're going to fuck you. And you know what? You handed them the fucking dildo to do so. Why? Why? Why are we still voting these fucking people in California? We want to go ahead and... Do the same old fucking thing, the same old routine, and then cry about it when we're paying at the pump, or cry about it when we have to pay a, another fee or a tax on something. Oh my god, please, people, stop voting these fuckers in. Please, do yourself the favor. A group of protesters blocked the Pride Parade in San Francisco, 2019 San Francisco about an hour after festivities began. The group were chained together with rainbow tubes covering what linked their arms. They were protesting corporate involvement in the parade and police brutality in America. For over half an hour, the parade backed up behind the protesters who sat down across Market Street near 6th Street. Police appeared to arrest at least one of the individuals involved with the protest. So this is just an example of how the left will eat itself. You've divided everybody up into particular groups. So now you have these groups warring with each other. They'll eat each other alive. And I guess they're protesting corporatism of gay pride. But that's what you guys wanted. You guys wanted to be recognized. So corporations said, ha I'm going to jump into that one. And then what, after Pride Month is over, back to the same old story because the main color that many corporations care about is the color green. They don't care about the color of your skin. They don't care who you fuck behind closed doors. They want your money. So, of course, they're going to go ahead and pay that out to you. So, what do you think is also happening with movies in Hollywood? They're artificially injecting inclusiveness, not because they care about you or care about Black Lives Matter or Hispanic immigration this. They want your money, and you're dumb enough to actually give it to them because, hey, they're playing the tune that you like. Leading up to the 4th of July weekend, Nike had planned on releasing a shoe in honor of the Betsy Ross version of the American flag. But, 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 no, 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 no. The woke grandmaster of all things offensive decried the shoes as being racist. And like the sniveling cowards they are, Nike dropped the plan to release it. I'm happy that Nike has done a disservice to itself by folding to the outrage culture there are much much better companies out there to support other than nike and that shoe was actually ugly as fuck anyway nobody who wanted to display the flag on any of their clothing items wouldn't buy nike to begin with so i think at some point you have to realize that i think they're dredging up controversies on on their own so that they can just get the exposure 
So over the 4th of July weekend, the women's soccer finale took place, and the American women won. Woohoo! Right? So of course, in typical angsty leftist fashion, a few players, along with Rappenhoe, who has become the leftist famous for the, the, has become leftist famous for anti-Trump rhetoric, decided to throw the American flag onto the ground and attempt to stomp on it during their celebration. If it wasn't for a fellow teammate, Kelly O'Hara, who rushed in to pick it up, they would have been successful in desecrating the flag. Much respect to her for that, by the way. Now, I don't get caught up in the weeds over protesting the flag. Everybody has a right to do so. You know, I'm not authoritarian. Everyone should have that right. Even if they want to burn it, go for it. You know what I'm saying? But the anti-American sentiment from a team that is there representing the United States is just fucking gross. Like, we get it, purple-haired Anderson Cooper. You're edgy. We know you're unhappy that you don't get the same pay as men do, but there's a reason for that. It's called supply and demand. Women's sports just don't generate the same buzz as men do. Uh, men's sports do. And I understand your the revenue might be starting to catch up a little bit, but when you start throwing in the fact that uh, you know women are on like a salary basis, if I'm not mistaken, and men only get a bonus for for their games, and then you also add in sponsors sponsorships and, and such, it, it's more complicated than just saying, "Hey, look at the ticket sales; they're about the same." Oh, we should be get paid the same. No, it doesn't work like that. Look into it. That will conclude us for this week. I hope you all had a wonderful Fourth of July. Be kind to your neighbor. They know where you live. Be thankful for what you have and where you are in life. Peace!